Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. Pieces of It's oh. David Cox. Thank you, Captain Flint. And I'm Josh Matheson. He's after your job, Josh. He does a sterling job of it. Well, our Patreon people will know that's not true. <laughs> From that extra episode. No, I thought you both did a great job with that. Oh, I don't know. There's some definite dodgy Australian accents on those two episodes. Well, that's the reason why I want to do it again for those. Oh, And I chose to read it without any paragraphs. I just read yes. bl- black. Yeah. You managed, yeah, you've got the worst possible version of the story to read. Yeah, good. I did enjoy that you got like seven sentences in i had to cut this out for the actual podcast like seven sentences down and then realized you were reading it entirely wrong and then had to go all the way back up again <laughs> yeah. and do it all again I, I there was a lot i had to cut out of that one yeah i need to i need to listen to those ones because i haven't, I haven't yeah. Heard yeah i refuse to sign up for the patreon because <laughs> yeah, sorry should i give it that free we, well, we I, should yeah. surely we should get yeah. a perk <laughs> There's got to be some kind of benefit. Just a little kickback, Uh, please, Matt. Some kind of benefit to the amount of time I make you waste (laughs) of your life doing this. Anyway, this week we are looking at Treasure Island Chapter 30, which is on parole. I'm kind of hoping that this goes somewhere. I'm really hoping that Treasure features in some way, shape or form, because we are very close to the end now. That sounded like somebody's nickname. All right, Treasure Features. Treasure features. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing, treasure features? You I'm, all right? I'm going to use it on Rachel to see what she says. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good. That's a good market cat call. That I like yeah, that. Try it on all of the girls. Um, over the next week and let us know how you get Morning on. Morning treasure features. <laughs> urgently. All right. I'll do a survey. Positive. <laughs> Neutral, negative. <laughs> Slept on the sofa. Okay. Yeah, Slap. exactly. <laughs> Slap. Well, last week we had the Buccaneers come back to John and present him with the black spot. The black and spot. Four points on why they feel like he should be disposed of as captain. Yeah. And John, very, as a true politician, sat there and refuted every single point. It wasn't my fault. It was this, it was that, it was this, it was Explained it all away, yeah. And here's the chart to sweeten the deal as to why you guys still need me. And it worked. The pirates have basically taken the black spot back and gone, yeah, all right, you know what? We actually want you to... They all voted for him again. And he's now still the captain of the Buccaneers. Hilarious. Yeah. So we know that the, the pirates have the map... They don't know where the ship is, but at least they can go and find the treasure. So kind of hoping that they do a bit of treasure hunting. And we don't know where the others are, where the Doctor and Trelawney are. Which could be quite interesting because maybe, as we said before, maybe they have a copy of said map as well. And we could end up with a little bit of a race. Yeah. Race to the finish. I mean, we need It it. We need it. It's true. Although I'm pretty sure at this point the Doctor and the Captain that lot have what a one and a half day head start, do you think? From when uh, they left the stockade? Even if they say they left the same day that Jim arrived, then yeah, they've got at least time. a one at least a one day head start. True. Well let's dive in. Let's have a look. Okay. Well I mean sure. No, but oh actually let's I've got a photo see. to show, haven't I? Let's see the photo. A photo. Yeah. One of your famous a photos. Photo. Yeah. One of my photos. I should have made it the right size. 
Um, All that is very vague. It is very vague. Has he got a pipe? Has he got a pipe? Yeah, yeah we should pipe. probably do. I realised we didn't actually describe it for listeners last week. We nah, probably should the describe the, the photos. Yeah, nah, let's be as vague as we, as we like. Right, there are some lines etched on a piece of paper. <laughs> um, it's not actually Mikey a photo, it's an illustration. And there's a burning inferno. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no, we have very clearly have an horrible. illustration of... John and Jim walking around the perimeter of the stockade. John has his hand on Jim's shoulder. Jim looks very unimpressed by it. Jim looks and back to being ten years old and a bit of a yes. boy now. Yeah. He looks, yeah, he look, he's got one of he's those. Got a little uh, scar. Yeah, what do they call those again? Like I know it's called a twaddles, the the thing that goes over the a woggle, a woggle, woggle. Same. Not twaddle. <laughs> Yeah. A twaddle. <laughs> what twaddle? twaddle. <laughs> That's what what a twaddle. A woggle. What was a scarf called? I should know this. I was it's a beaver not, and a scout. It's just a neck, neck scarf. It is just a neck scarf. Yeah. Oh, okay. They seemed very pointless to, to me like, even back then. The, um, you have to use to like to twist the thing so that the yeah, strike... Yeah. You have the little twisty flippy thing and then... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's all very odd. Get all your lines to match up. Yeah. So he's got one of yeah. those on. They look like they're kind of side-eyeing each other as well it kind of looks a little bit conspiratorial there a bit doesn't it there's yeah. a bit of like oh you know are, are they watching us are they are they watching can we make a run for it kind of there's a bit of that it looks like yeah. a bit of that so it doesn't look like they're up to good let's put it that way so let's see what what the dealio is chapter 30 on parole i was wakened Indeed, we were all wakened, for I could see even the sentinel shake himself together from where he had fallen against the doorpost by a clear, hearty voice hailing us from the margin of the wood. Blockhouse, ahoy! it cried. Here's the doctor. And oh. the doctor it was. Doctor's back. Oh. oh. He's popped him. Yeah, he's, just, he's brought bacon sarnies, coffees. Yeah. He's very you, you said you said barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I brought some coleslaw. <laughs> Spare rib, anyone? <laughs> it's his own rib. Yeah, it's human <laughs> meat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But they're at the point where it's like eating people. Although I was glad to hear the sound, yet my gladness was not without admixture. Admixture. I've never heard that word. No. What does it mean? Isn't that what you have to? I don't know. You make, word you make of the day. Cake. Admixture. 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 It's just a mixture. Oh right. As in, so it's something mixed with, with something else. Yeah. Fine. But interestingly, the the first kind of sentence to give you an example is is uh, emotive. He felt that his work was an admixture of aggression and creativity. So it's it's maybe uh, something used more in that sense rather than, yeah, sure. as you say, in cooking or something like that. Fine. I remembered with confusion my insubordinate and stealthy conduct. And when I saw where it had brought me, among what companions and surrounded by what dangers, I felt ashamed to look him in the face. Oh, yeah, because Jim is still under the delusion that if he was there, then he somehow could have stopped the Buccaneers from oh, sure. overtaking yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is the linchpin at the end of the day. Like, without him and his 10-year-old body to protect everybody, oh, of course. where would they would be? would have all fallen apart. Yeah. <laughs> the ego on this kid, man. I know. He must have risen in the dark, for the day had hardly come. 
and when I ran to the loophole and looked out, I saw him standing, like silver once before, up to the mid-leg in creeping vapour. "'You, doctor, top of the morning to you, sir,' cried Silver, broad awake and beaming with good nature in the moment. "'Bright and early, to be sure, and it's the early bird, as the saying goes, that gets the rations. "'George, shake up your timbers, son, and help Dr. Livesey over the ship's side. "'All are doing well, your patience was, all well and merry.' "'So he pattered on, standing on the hilltop with his crutch under his elbow "'and one hand on the side of the log-house, "'quite the old John in voice, manner and expression.' We've quite a surprise for you too, sir, he continued. We've a little stranger here, he, he. A new border <laughs> lodger, <laughs> sir. Yeah, exactly, does not he? It's Michael Jackson. A new boarder and lodger, sir, and looking fit and taut as a fiddle. Slept like a supercargo, he did, right alongside a John. Stem to stem we was all night. That I sounds wrong. I don't want to know what stem that to stem That sounds means. really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stem to stem. That's a turn of phrase that's gone long out of fashion. Is it like top and tail? I'm guessing. Yeah, I'm guessing it's like, yeah, when, when you have to sleep in a tent, you basically... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which when you think about it, when you when you've got loads of people in a small tent, it's quite weird. It is weird to have you know someone's I foot. I can do that now. I mean, I hope it means back yeah. to back, but yeah, let's let's go with that. <laughs> Doctor Livesey was by this time across the stockade and pretty near the cook, and I could hear the alteration in his voice as he said, "Not Jim, the very same Jim as ever was." said Silver. The doctor stopped outright, although he did not speak, and it was some seconds before he was able to move on. Well, well, he said at last, duty first and pleasure afterwards, as you might have said yourself, Silver. Let us overhaul these patients of yours. A moment afterwards he had entered the blockhouse, and with one grim nod to me, proceeded with his work among the sick. He seemed under no apprehension, though he must have known that his life among these treacherous demons depended on a hare, and he rattled on to his patients as if he were paying an ordinary professional visit in a quiet English family. His manner, I suppose, reacted on the men, for they behaved to him as if nothing had occurred, as if he were still ship's doctor, and they still faithful hands before the mast. "'You're doing well, my friend?' he said to the fellow with the bandaged head, and if ever any person had a close shave, it was you. Your head must be as hard as iron. Well, George, how goes it? You're a pretty colour, certainly. Why, your liver, man, is upside down. Did you take that <laughs> medicine? Did he take that medicine, men? Aye, aye, sir, he took it, sure enough, returned Morgan. Because, you see, since I am a mutineer's doctor, or prison doctor, as I prefer to call it, said Dr. Livesey in his pleasant way, I make it a point of honour not to lose a man for King George, God bless him, and the gallows. (laughs) 
The rogues looked at each other, but swallowed the home thrust in silence. Dick don't, Dick don't feel well, sir, <laughs> said one. Don't he, replied the doctor. Well, step up here, Dick, and let me see your tongue. <laughs> no, no, no I, I, I should be surprised. <laughs> step up, tongue, and let me... <laughs> uh, yeah, step up here, tongue, and, and let me... No, no, it's the wrong way around. <clears throat> no, I, I should be surprised if he did. The man's tongue is fit to frighten the French. Another fever. Ah, is that there. what they used to do at war? They just stuck their tongue out of the front. Yeah. <laughs> That's quite the tongue twist of that, actually, isn't it? The man's tongue is fit to frighten the French. Fit to it frighten is. the French. Fit, fit to, to frighten, frighten the French. French. <laughs> Whereas the Scots just turn around and lift up their kilts. So, you know. Yeah. I yeah. love that the doctor's literally like, I make it a point of honour not to for none of you to die so that you can die later when it's appropriate. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like... I just love that he's literally Keep keeping them alive so that they yep. can be hung. Yeah. Ah, there, said Morgan. That comes to spoiling Bibles. That comes, as you call it, of being arrant asses, retorted the doctor. <laughs> and not having sense enough to know honest air from poison and the dry land from a vile, pestiferous slough. I think it most probable though, of course, it's only an opinion, that you'll all have the deuce to pay before you get that malaria out of your system. Camp in a bog, would you? Silver, I'm surprised at you. You're less of a fool than many. Take you all round, but you don't appear to me to have the rudiments of a notion of the rules of health. Oh, so hang on. So the, where they were camped before the stockade was a bog, and they've all caught malaria from the mosquitoes. Excellent. Yeah. Bit of information there. Which killed them, surely. And well, well yeah. that's why they needed the doctor. So this is obviously why they've definitely struck this deal. That's the bargain, Because yeah. they were like, they if they've all caught it, yeah. then it, it's not like, a oh, well, you know, George got his head bashed in, but it's only one person. If it's like all of them, then clearly they're, all they're dying in desperate Larry, need. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to be able to get, they're not going to be able to hunt that treasure. Like... Mm. Uh, 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 that's, that's what they were saying about the yellow tongue and the liver being <clears throat> upside down. Upside Maybe down, that's, yes. <clears throat> What's uh, the cure for malaria? Isn't it surely some kind of anti-parasitic? Like, I wouldn't imagine the doctor would just have that on him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All I know is malaria tablets give you pretty trippy dreams. Yeah. Oh, do they? Um, oh, they've got some really bad side I, effects. Oh, wow. I had to, I had to when I went to Gambia, and it was like so... I mean, I quite enjoy it. I can't even describe it like psychedelic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but some people can really like struggle. It, help, it makes you sick and just right. just the tablets. And you have to take them like a week before and then during and a week and continue until a week after. Sure. But it's funny. We did say, we, I swear we spoke about this the other week. So I said about when they, but when they we were talking about the Panama Canal and like the biggest oh, cause yeah. of death apart from. Yeah, well, you did. Yeah, yellow fever, because yeah, if it's untapped land, there's all sorts of nasties. That's why yeah. that's why coronavirus happened because people were re- starting to range into areas that were relatively unexplored. So there's animals have got diseases that we're not coming to contact with. So that's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, apparently there are 
herbal remedies which have been used to treat mal- malaria for thousands of years with the bark of the cinchona tree being the main thing which basically contains quinine or quinine however it's pronounced oh i've heard of that which is basically yeah. the main drug that they actually then linked to curing malaria in like the 1930s 1940s when they actually managed to make it into a pill um, so hopefully the doctor's gone herb hunting and has yeah. managed to find some kind of bark or something to help them. Interesting. Interesting. That's a thousand over a thousand. It must have been like tribes. Yeah, thousands of years. Yeah. Stuff. But then I just yeah. like because it's just, that's what as, that's what aspirin is. Do you just like go along one day and go like, oh, I've got a headache. Leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. I guess. Yeah, yeah you do wonder how these people discovered these kinds of things it's like did yeah. they just realize they had a headache randomly tried a new piece of bark and then kind of put the connected the dots uh, yeah it must be happy accidents i mean in the same way i guess you find out which mushrooms are fine and which definitely aren't yeah fine. yeah there real there are a lot of people who kind of always say that like nature always provides a cure for whatever yeah like how um, is out there uh, doc leaves grow near stinging nettles yeah, or just yeah, but just but just in terms of like, if there's any kind of bug that comes across, there's always something in something nature that you'll find to kill. So, for instance, like MRSA is a super super um, bug, yeah, and we've yeah. really struggled to find things that kill it. And one of the things actually that does kill it is manuka honey. Ah, and it's right. just like really odd. They like, do you know what I mean? You've got all these kind of bleaches and chemicals and all these other things, basic. and yeah, 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 exactly. Yet something that literally is just created by bees kills it. So. Yeah, on, the there is this kind of thing of like, you know, nature always provides something that will cure, yeah. what, you know. Fair anyway, but maybe this is just crazy holistic people talking and I've fallen for it. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, he added, after he had dosed them round and they had taken his prescriptions with really laughable humility, more like charity school children than blood guilty mutineers and pirates. Well, that's done for today. And now, I should wish to have a talk with that boy, please. And he nodded his head in my direction, carelessly. George Merry was at the door, spitting and spluttering over some bad-tasted medicine. But at the first word of the doctor's proposal, he swung round with a deep flush and cried, No! and swore. Silver struck the barrel with his open hand. Silence! he roared and looked about him positively like a lion. Doctor, he went on in his usual tones. I was a-thinking of that, knowing as how you had a fancy for the boy. We're all humbly grateful for your kindness, and as you see, puts faith in you and takes the drugs down like that much grog. And I take it I've found a way as'll suit all. Hawkins! Will you give me a word of honour as a young gentleman? For a young gentleman you are, although poor born. Your word of honour not to slip your cable? I readily gave the pledge required. Then, doctor, said Silver, you just step outside of that stockade, and once you're there, I'll bring the boy down on the inside, and I reckon you can yarn through the spars. Good day to you, sir, and all our duties to the squire and Captain Smollett. The explosion of disapproval, which nothing but Silver's black looks had restrained, broke out immediately the doctor had left the house. 
Silva was roundly accused of playing double, of trying to make a separate peace for himself, of sacrificing the interests of his accomplices and victims, and, in one word, of the identical, exact thing that he was doing. It seemed to me so obvious in this case that I could not imagine how he was to turn their anger. But he was twice the man the rest were, and his last night's victory had given him a huge preponderance on their minds. He called them all the fools and dolts you can imagine, said it was necessary I should talk to the doctor, fluttered the chart in their faces, asked them if they could afford to break the treaty the very day they were bound a treasure hunting. No, by thunder, he cried. It's us must break the treaty when the time comes. Until then, I'll gammon that doctor if I have to aisle his boots with brandy. And then he bade them get the fire lit and stalked out upon his crutch, with his hand on my shoulder, leaving them in disarray, and silenced by his volubility rather than convinced. Slow, lad, slow, he said. They might round upon us in a twinkle of an eye if we were seen to hurry. Very deliberately, then, did we advance across the sand to where the doctor awaited us on the other side of the stockade, and as soon as we were within easy speaking distance, Silver stopped. "'You'll make a note of this here also, doctor,' says he, "'and the boy'll tell you how I saved his life, "'and were deposed for it too, you may lay to that. "'Doctor, when a man's steering as near the wind as me,' playing chuck-farthing with the last breath in his body, like. You wouldn't think it too much, mayhap, to give him one good word. You'll please bear in mind it's not my life only now. It's that boy's into the bargain. And you'll speak me fair, doctor, and give me a bitter hope to go on for the sake of mercy. Silver was a changed man once he was out there, and had his back to his friends and the blockhouse. His cheeks seemed to have fallen in. His voice trembled. Never was a soul more dead in earnest. Why, John, you're not afraid? asked Dr. Livesey. Doctor, I'm no coward. No, not I, not so much. And he snapped his fingers. If I was, I wouldn't say it. But I'll own up fairly. I've the shakes upon me for the gallows. You're a good man and true. I've never seen a better man. And you'll not forget what I done good. Not any more than you'll forget the bad, I know. And I step aside, see here, and leave you and Jim alone. And you'll put that down for me too. For it's a long stretch, is that. I'm trying to work out. So it seems like a foregone conclusion that these pirates are getting hanged. It's like they've all resigned to that fact. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Do you know what I, I mean? Like, I, I don't... He's talking it, about it. Yeah, because yeah, he's even here going like, you know, oh yeah, you can put in a good word for me, you know, when the when the hanging comes and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it seems to be this inevitability. And I'm wondering, is that is that because of the other ship that's on its way? Uh, because obviously it, there's it, technically it, reinforcements yeah. coming the for the captain. Yeah. It did, yeah. Because there's reinforcements coming the for the captain and the doctor. Yeah. Yeah, and there's only five pirates left. So they're probably sitting there going, our days are numbered because as soon as that ship turns up, we're screwed we're, we're going to be yeah. outnumbered and we're going to be under arrest. I think right, that's right, right. the reason why gotcha. they are 
seeing it as a foregone conclusion. But conclusion. But I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to work out why they're all, they're all talking about these guys getting hung. Like it's it, it's a definite. Like they there is absolutely no way for them to change the fate of that. Yeah. Mm. So saying, he stepped back a little way till he was out of earshot, and there sat down upon a tree stump and began to whistle, spinning round now and again upon his seat so as to command a sight, sometimes of me and the doctor, and sometimes of his unruly ruffians as they went to and fro in the sand between the fire, which they were busy rekindling, and the house, from which they brought forth pork and bread to make the breakfast. So here's bacon sarnies. Mm. <clears throat> Sounds good. So, Jim, said the doctor sadly, here you are. As you have brewed, so shall you drink, my boy. Heaven knows I cannot find it in my heart to blame you, but this much I will say, be it kind or unkind, when Captain Smollett was well, you dared not have gone off. And when he was ill, you couldn't help it, by George. It was downright cowardly. I will own that I here began to weep. Doctor, I said, you, you might spare me. I've blamed myself enough. My life's forfeit anyway. I should have been dead by now if Silver hadn't stood for me. And doctor, believe this, I can't die. And I, I dare say I deserve it. But what I fear is torture. If they come to torture me, Jim, the doctor interrupted, and his voice was quite changed. Jim, I can't have this. Whip over, and we'll run for it. <laughs> Whip over, I love that. Doctor, said I, I passed my word. I know, I know, he cried. We can't help that, Jim, now. I'll take it on my shoulders. Holus, bolus, blame and shame, my boy, but stay here. I cannot let you. Jump. One jump and you're out, and we'll run for it like antelopes. Oh, is the uh, little illustration? Yeah. Ah. Uh, I'm pretty sure really that close. John knows that this is what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean. Because he's almost said that to the to the doctor already. He's like, you know, remember all the good things I've done. But, yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's blatantly knows that he's going to tell Jim to do a runner with him. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But yeah, you can see the doctor's actually on the outside of the stockade and Jim's still yeah. inside and they're talking yeah, over the yeah. fence. So just so you know, like... He's it, it, definitely looks like he's with an earshot there. Mm. They all look like they're with an earshot, yeah. But probably far right, enough away that they could they could do a runner. Particularly if, like, what, what the doctor should have done, I know this might have been slightly against his Hippocratic Oath, but should have given them something that would sedate them slightly, to be honest. Well, that would, yeah. That would have been yeah. the easiest and cleverest thing to do. No, I replied. You know right well you wouldn't do the thing yourself. Neither you, nor squire, nor captain. And no more will I. Silver trusted me. I passed my word, and back I go. But, doctor... You did not let me finish. If they come to torture me, I might let slip a word of where the ship is. For I got the ship, part by luck and part by risking, and she lies in the north inlet, on the southern beach, and just below high water. At half tide, she must be high and dry. The ship! exclaimed the doctor. Rapidly I described to him my adventures, and he heard me out in silence. There is a kind of fate in this he observed when I had done. 
every step. It's you that saves our lives. And do you suppose, by any chance, that we're going to let you lose yours? That would be a poor return, my boy. You found out the plot? You found Ben Gunn? The best deed that ever you did or will do, though you lived in ninety? Oh, by Jupiter, and talking of Ben Gunn, why, this is the mischief in person. Silver! he cried. Silver! I'll give you a piece of advice, he continued as the cook drew near again. Don't you be in any great hurry after that treasure? Why, sir, I do my possible, which that ain't, said Silver. I can only, asking your pardon, save my life and the boys by seeking for that treasure you may lay to that. Well, Silver, replied the doctor, if that is so, I'll go one step further. Look out for squalls when you find it. Sir, said Silver, as between man and man, that's too much and too little. What you're after, why you left the blockhouse, why you given me that there chart, I do not know now, do I? And yet, I'd done your bidding with my eyes shut and never a word of hope. But no, this is too much. If you won't tell me what you mean, plain out, just say so and I'll leave the helm. No, said the doctor musingly. I've no right to say more. It's not my secret, you see, Silver. Or, I give you my word, I'd tell it to you. But I'll go as far with you as I dare go, and a step beyond, for I'll have my wig sorted by the captain, or I'm mistaken. And first I'll give you a bit of hope, Silver, if we both get alive out of this wolf trap. I'll do my best to save you, short of perjury. Silver's face was radiant. You couldn't say more, I'm sure, sir. Not if you was my mother, he cried. Well, that's my first concession, added the doctor. My second is a piece of advice. Keep the boy close beside you. And when you need help, halloo. I'm off to seek it for you. And that itself will show you if I speak at random. Goodbye, Jim. And Dr. Livesey shook hands with me through the stockade, nodded to Silver, and set off at a brisk pace into the wood. End of chapter. It's a more he conversation. Did, he yeah. didn't whip over. I wanted him to whip over and run away. And I, I do hate the fact that these, like, the goodies in this have too much honour and too much, like, yeah. oh, I gave my word. And it's like, yeah, but Shut so up. did all of those buccaneers that they were going to serve the captain, and here they are, like, so having killed half the crew. Is the reason that he, or they, or Captain Smollett, we don't know who specifically gave them the map, they knew that it would cause mutiny between the pirates? Is that, is that, is that that's what I'm getting. I know he's saying, oh, I can't, I couldn't possibly say that. He knew that it would mean, it, it would turn them against Silver. I, I, I don't, I, I I don't necessarily know if I still believe that he is going to exonerate Silver after it. I don't know. I feel like there's something else going on. Um, well, I think he's basically just said to Jim, oh, you know, you found Ben Gunn. Oh, while we're talking to Ben Gunn, oh, Silver, piece of advice, don't look, up, don't look for the treasure. We know that Ben Gunn has found the treasure. Do we? Ben Gunn admitted that he knows where the treasure is. That's why he was saying, he was like, if you can get me home on the ship, I'll show you where the treasure is. That's what he said to... Oh. 
Is he? Yeah. Does he know where it is? But like, actually, never actually dug it up or whatever. Can't... Or does has he actually found it? Well, I think he knows. Buried it again you, or you know, we were saying obviously that why did they give up the map? Well, maybe that's why because they've got Ben. Ben already knows. If Ben knows where he's going, then they don't need the map. That's a fine theory. And he says here, what was it? Look out for squalls when you find it. So he's going, he's saying like, you know, don't look out. Squalls are like storms or just cries. So yeah. I don't know what that's relating to, but that's almost why Silver gets annoyed at him because he's like, if you're not going to just speak plainly, then don't, don't, don't say bother. anything at all. So he's yeah. obviously speaking in ribbons. He's like going, well, it's not my secret to tell. So maybe it's the, the secret of Ben Gunn's existence or Ben Gunn's still living because obviously he was part of Flint's crew as well. And he knows who Long John Silver is. So maybe he's going, yeah, if you find this treasure, you're in for a shock, John, because one of your own shipmates is going to be there. And he's the one who's been killing all your men in the dark of the night. And you don't know about that. You think it's us. Yeah. Maybe. That's or true. The... We don't, We actually, we've not heard of Long John Silver knowing about. Ben. But he's been he's been over to the stockade. I mean, they, they tried to do a parlay about 10 chapters ago and they were so trying to make a deal before Jim popped off and did his adventure between who so would Ben Gunn John. would not would Ben Gunn not been in the stockade do you remember when no but Ben Silver refused to go do you remember Ben refused to go because he was convinced that they were going to double cross him or something so he was like right tell them to come to me at this place yeah. and blah 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 so they went to him instead because he wouldn't come to the stockade they walked out yeah yeah and so I think I think yeah, and then obviously the doctor kind of says here at the end, I'm off to seek it for you. So I think he's talking about the treasure there. So I think he basically Dr. Livesey's going, I'm going after the treasure. Yeah. And that itself will show you if I speak at random. Not sure what that last bit means. No, I don't really know what that means. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. The, the doctor's obviously maybe trying to mess with Silver a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's almost like, because we know that Long John's very good at playing mind games or like controlling people, but we know that, that the Doctor's very cunning as well. So maybe this is a little bit of a, a battle of wits and a battle of minds mm. in terms of who's trying to outsmart or out... You know, when someone tries to get in... What do they call it? When they like, psych someone out by trying to get in their head. Yeah. So that they're worrying about yeah, something yeah. they shouldn't be worrying about. Just planting a little... Take, takes their eye off the ball. Uh, yeah, doc, doc, Doctor does seem to be a good, a good sort of adversary or opponent for, for John mm. in terms of intellect, doesn't he? Yeah. But yeah, it's just a bit annoying just because they say, like, Jim Jim gave his word to, you know, do what the captain said and he didn't. And then it's like suddenly when he could just run away, he doesn't. But I suppose yeah, I mean, it's because it serves the author's needs to have him in he the stockade. to be... Yeah, with the pirates for some reason. I'm guessing to do with what happens next. What happens next uh, mm. is a great segue leading us into our game entitled Guess What the Next Chapter's Called? David? It's just so hard to guess. That's so hard. Mm. Let's go. Maybe it's about Ben Gunn. They say Ben's Treasure. Ben's Something Treasure. Like Sound about Ben's treasure. I mentioned a Ben, Matt, I mentioned a treasure. Yeah. Matt's got his big time thinking face on, everyone. Yeah. Well, I'm trying mm. to work out if it's the case the Buccaneers leave the stockade and try and go for it anyway, because you know that John's Buccaneer friends are going to, because they have the map, they are going to want to go and try and find this treasure at the earliest convenience. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm almost tempted to to go again with what I roll the dice again with what I rolled last week and go like the hunt for the treasure. <laughs> say that now for the rest. I'm going to keep going until Well, 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 well. Um, it's not it's not a bob on as we had with uh, David a couple of weeks ago. But Matt, there definitely would be some points in your corner because chapter Ooh. one is entitled "The Treasure Hunt," Flint's <gasps> pointer. Yes, I mean I said the hunt for the treasure. I mean all the words are in there. Yeah. Close. Can I say, I'm, I'm I'm less excited by the points and more excited by the fact that the treasure has finally I know. been mentioned again. Right. <laughs> I was beginning to worry like they never bother. They don't, they don't bother getting it. Yeah, like, no, like, oh, it's it's too much trouble. Let's go home. The treasure was friendship all along. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so not just the treasure hunt, the treasure hunt Flint's pointer. Flint's pointer. Addition to the chapter title. It might be something to do with the map. Because obviously if oh, Flint sure. has drawn the map, then maybe it's like Compass. the whole find it a, the is it a, a, palm tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it a pointer in the sense of like a, a, a clue? Or a point yeah, maybe. Like a, yeah, I like a large so. pointy stick. Yeah, it's it's a big like neon foam hand sign yeah. that kind of yeah. goes like a neon here. foam hand. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's, that's a turn up for the books, isn't it? It is. Yeah, you want to it? That's I... what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, over after a few years, just a big melted bonfire pointing at the floor. Surely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yay. No, I'm looking forward to next week now because at least I'm finally going to get some treasure or at least the chance of someone at least looking for something. So That's true. Well, there you go. Well, if you have any thoughts or opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Uh, or if you could tell us about a time where you tried to self-cure yourself by biting a chunk out of a tree and tell <laughs> us on Twitter and our handle, as I forgot to do last week, is <laughs> at lazybookclubpod. That's right. Um, and can you think of any more dangerous combinations other than foam and neon? Do tell us on Instagram <laughs> at Lazy Book Club Pod. I don't know if one week someone actually just did it. And like, I know. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I think firelighters and, and, and fire are quite bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We read it out. And everyone's like, uh-huh. <laughs> if people I'd, did, I'd, I'd, we'd, 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 we'd be starting next episode with that very information. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's an incentive. Very true. We're also on Patreon, where for the small fee of $3 a month, you get an extra episode every month, as well as access to the videos. Otherwise, we will see you next week for Chapter 31 for the Treasure Hunt. Huzzah! So excited. We'll see you then. Bye.